Hey there, family and friends. Welcome back for Family Time 51. This week, as we re-examine self-management, we're talking about our needs. And that's something we all share as human beings. We all have needs. Some of them are the same and some of them are different, but we all try to meet our needs in a different way. When writing, we try to look at what are a character's wants and needs. That's really the basis of characterization. That's something that I picked up from other professional writers, and I thought it was such strong advice. And that's really, if I'm writing something, how I tried to build around it is what is this character's motivations? What does this person need or want? And then how does that individual go about fulfilling those needs? then the story really becomes what are the obstacles that get in the way of meeting those needs and wants. And that, that creates the conflict. That creates the story arc. But really, it's the same thing in our lives. We all have these needs and wants, and we try to meet them in different ways. Conflict arises when our pursuit of meeting our needs runs into someone else's pursuit of meeting their needs. And as teachers, we have to be aware of our students' needs. And that's something that's talked about in education classes. We're all familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of human needs, which we're going to talk about in class this week. And for those unfamiliar, Maslow's hierarchy of human needs basically says there are these basic human needs that we all have. And we have to fulfill the baser needs before we can move to the other needs, move up the ladder to what might be considered sort of a higher order of thinking or higher order of existence or whatever it might be. And it starts with meeting our physiological needs, things like food, shelter, then it moves up to safety needs, a sense of feeling safe, of feeling like we're okay. Then the next step is love and belonging, a sense of acceptance. Then it gets into esteem, self-esteem and self-efficacy. And the highest level is self-actualization. That's so important for us to remember in the world of education because we know we have students who aren't having some of those baser level needs met outside of the school. And that's a tragic thing. We know some of the people watching this right now aren't having those baser needs met or are struggling to meet them themselves. And we really can't expect people to operate at any of those higher levels without first meeting those other needs. And as an educator, I try to think of it as if I have a student in my classroom who isn't having one of those baser needs met, maybe their physiological needs aren't being met at home consistently. Maybe they don't have a sense of safety. Well, if a student doesn't feel safe, that student can't learn. And we still expect those students to 
do the regular academic things to meet the standards and the benchmarks that we set out for them and to do the coursework. And we can't really abandon them. We have the system that we have and we can work to change some of those things, but we have to understand that if we don't provide some supports at those baser needs, those students aren't going to reach to that higher level in terms of those hierarchy of needs. And I look at it as being sick. All of us have been sick in some way or another. And if we're really sick, if we have a really bad flu or something like that, often the only thing we're thinking about is just not feeling that way anymore. When we're really sick, we're not thinking about the other obligations we have in our daily life. We just don't want to feel bad anymore. The reality is we have people in our classrooms who feel that way every day. We have people in our lives, all of us have people in our lives, who have those at least negative moments where maybe some of those baser needs of whether it's physiological or feeling safe or feeling a sense of love and belonging aren't being met. That's why it's so important for us as educators to at least try to meet some of those needs to offer supports for the physiological side of things, but in our classrooms to really create a sense of safety and love and belonging because we have some say in those things. We can't control everything outside of our classrooms, but we have some say in those areas. We can create an environment and a culture, a culture that feels safe, that feels inclusive, that creates a sense of love. And we have to do those things. And we have to understand that everybody in our lives is also trying to meet those needs. And we might pursue them in different ways. It might be acting out in a negative way. That's something that gets pointed out sometimes in education when maybe a student is acting out in what we would consider a negative behavior, but we do it in adult lives, all of us do it. We have maybe potentially damaging behaviors because we're trying to fill some need. That's such an important thing for us to consider. To consider what needs we're trying to meet, how we behave, how we do things to try to meet those needs, but then to also consider, because we're always pursuing empathy, to also consider what other people's needs are and what needs they're trying to meet. The other set of human needs that I really like, and there's, there's a lot of different types of needs and motivations that have been identified, but I like the list that Tony Robbins has come up with. Tony Robbins, the motivational speaker and author and he does a lot of different things. But he identified six human needs, which are basically certainty, variety or uncertainty, significance, love and connection, growth, and contribution. And I like all those things as well. And Tony Robbins asserts that we all work to meet those needs but to varying degrees. 
we can be more highly motivated by one of those needs than someone else's. That person might be more highly motivated to meet another need. There's a stronger urge, a stronger pull there. That's something I think is so important to understand. That not everyone's trying to meet the same needs to the same level that we are. And our behaviors can come into conflict with each other. I know when I try to self-reflect and be honest, I think of the times that I've maybe had challenging situations in relationships, personal relationships, friendships, any of those sorts of things, or even when I've struggled to connect with a student or an athlete or something like that. And I have to go back and I have to be reflective and ask myself, okay, what need was I trying to meet by the way that I was behaving? And what need was the other person trying to meet by the way he or she was behaving? And where did conflict arise? If I'm being honest, I think sometimes my desire to fulfill my need for growth has caused conflict in some relationships that I've had. By my own estimation, I'm highly motivated by growth, as it's identified by Tony Robbins. So I'm always trying to do something to push myself and learn something new and do something different. And that can become frustrating for other people. And I found relationships that I've had strained where I looked back and I think maybe that person is more highly motivated by significance. And not to be presumptuous about the needs of someone else, but I think maybe that person is highly motivated by a sense of significance. And that's not a bad thing. But wanting to feel needed, wanting to feel that sense of importance and inclusion. And sometimes I know I have been bad at helping other people meet that need when I'm locked into maybe one of my growth pursuits where I'm, I'm focused on this thing and I'm not really giving someone else a lot of attention or making them feel like they're included or significant in the endeavor. And we all have to do that. We all have to ask questions of ourselves of what are the needs we're trying to meet? What are our behaviors to meet those needs? And what are the needs of other people? We've already talked about this year about our behaviors and how our behaviors impact other people, but this is taking it a step farther. This is now looking at what are the motivations? What are the needs we're trying to meet that lead to those behaviors? We're going to talk about that this week. I'm looking forward to it. Always looking forward to another week of school. Let's have a great one. Much love.